Praise the name of the Lord. Wow. Father's house. You all look amazing today. Can you put together for yourself this morning? Um, thank you, um, Reverend Edith, for inviting me to speak today. I celebrate the grace of God. I followed you for a while. Um, and you're doing a great and marvelous. Hello? Okay. So, can you kill in the video very quickly so we can watch, then we can start this um, important teaching. So, just watch this video a little bit so you can understand the bargain of what we're doing. POF actually started year 2018, but I would say it started way beyond that. It's something um, I and my husband actually wanted to do for a long time, but um, when we had this accident two years ago, that was in 2016, I think it um, made the dream come alive. Jebutu Foundation was set up by Dr. Benjamin Oluwo Jebutu to provide free fibroid, breast lumps, and lipoma surgeries. He decides to do this after he was involved in an accident. To him, life makes much more sense now as he shows love and compassion, having seen firsthand the deficits of this in Nigerian hospitals. My name is Dr. Benjamin Oluwatosinowijemutu. I'm the executive director and founder of the Benjamin Oluwatosinowijemutu Foundation. I had a very terrible accident. I was on my way home November 4th, 2016. And five minutes to my home, this, this, this drunken driver ran into my car and crushed it. People thought I was dead. I broke my leg in three places. I was rushed to the hospital. And I was left alone in the in the car for twenty half hours without anything. No analgesics, no no vital signs to check, nothing. All I was just been told that there's no bed, there's no bed, there's no bed. They gave my wife a referral note for me to another hospital without even seeing my face. Somebody now called the CMD of the hospital to know that I was in the place and they gave me a bed on the floor after two and a half hours. So obviously Love was missing. There's no genuine love. If somebody, somebody's in pain and is had an accident, even the impetus to love the person to show love and care wasn't there. So that's missing in healthcare. That got me really thinking. That man. So if these other people are treated, then, 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 then there's no love in this in this space anymore. Then I was almost dying. Then I remember my father told me what he was telling me, and I knew okay, the reason I didn't die in that accident is that I must deliberately give back to the community somewhat, somewhat. That's how we started this vision. Better than all the foundation and started Vision 36. What is Vision 36 is about is an healthcare project funded by Better Millennium Foundation to help 36 indigent women in all the situations in Nigeria, suffering from fibroids, lipomas, and breast lump, do their surgeries for free. 
and we took those important women focused problem because in our research most of the problems even most of the women that have that problem one they are very ignorant and they're very poor they can't afford the surgeries a lot of surgeries a lot of money to, to do the surgery sometimes half a million sometimes a million sometimes twenty thousand some cannot afford it My name is Osezo Arut, 34 years, procurement personnel. I work in an eatery. I discovered I had fibroid during teenage time, heavy bleeding and all, but I didn't know it was actually fibroid. That was in 2016, 25th December. We were about going to church, so I stood before a mirror, and I observed that my stomach was bloating. And I called my younger sister and I told her, uh, can she observe? So it, we just took it like a joke, like maybe I was adding weight in my stomach and we laughed it off. It was the following year, being 2017, November, that was when I went for a scan. And that was when I found out that I had fiber. benign tumors of the womb uterus of, of woman it's benign because it's not cancerous it's a mass that that's just there grows like a baby grows but it's not cancerous so you have you have it you have it in different sizes or different places as the point that they be in the uterus some is intramural inside the inside the inside the endometrium and once i will find it in that above 35 that i've not had a baby before they have prolonged menstrual flow, or prolonged amenorrhea, and they can have that kind of tumor. Most times we don't we don't have a specific cause of fibroid. It just happens like that. So that will call the risk factor. What are the risk factors? If it is in your family, a family history will give you a risk factor that you can have it too. Two, um, if you are elderly, elderly on the parents, you are you are like over 35. You don't have a baby. Something must always grow in the womb. That's what the Bible, the book says. You know. Either a fibroid or a baby. So someone was going down maybe about 35. Three is also going to use it that they use a lot of contraception. So God with that baby, they are at risk factor. Very big people, base people are also at risk for having fibroid in their in their womb, basically. I was always having heavy flow, bleed heavy as in I'll bleed. Or especially on the second day, I'm always stained. Can use like more than three parts in a day. So like, what's this? You can be embarrassed when you go to work and you don't know what's happening to you. You just feel secluded. What are the symptoms? Abdominal mass, big tummy, your clothes are not sizing anymore. You have a common raja. You have your bleeding heavily during your, your menstrual flow, and and the bleeding. You know, it's heavier, so we have what we call prolonged menstrual flow too. Those are symptoms of the fibroid that you see. So if you have all those symptoms, you have to see a doctor. I went for a scan. So my parents were scared. Also, uh, maybe I'll have a damaged wound. So we tried herbs. 2017, I visited three harbor homes till date before I got information about the foundation. I, at first instance, when I was told about the scan, my parents gave me two options. I should either take surgery or herbal. And my first choice was surgery. So just their fear that made me go, because I didn't want them to feel bothered or anything. You know how parents could be. But from the first instance, I wanted surgery. So recovery process for fibroid, um, the book says between, between four and six weeks. 
before a premorbid state, you know, but some, you know, we're Nigerians, are very, very strong people, a very strong will, they're very powerful people. We eat a lot of, a lot of good vegetables, we have good, good, um, good hygiene most times, except they're very poor. So, sometimes people do well, do, do well, very well in two, two, three weeks, and they're very, very strong. But I advise them to wait until they see their next message for them to go back to, to, to work. But not- okay, um, praise God. Can we just pray this morning? Father, we give you praise for the spirit of truth. We thank you for the power available unto us today that your glory has descended this morning. Lord, as we speak today, we ask for your grace. You speak through us and bring liberty to the souls of the people today. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you praise and glory. Just my name we pray. Amen. Praise God. Okay, um, my name is Dr. Benjamin. So this is what I, I, I do. That video is um, about four years ago. I'm 40 next, um, next Monday on the 13th. Okay, so in the last four years, we've done over 10,000 free surgeries in 70 states in Nigeria and God has been very very faithful. We just came back from Castina and Bauchi. Even where there were insurgents, God said us to go and he gave us liberty, gave us grace and we came back. No scratch, no accident. God has been very very faithful. I'm sure you saw me walking with a walking stick there. It took me about four years to walk on my leg again. God gave me my new leg again. So, I'll be talking about fibroid today and speaking faith to you. One of the things I've realized about this challenge in women is fear and fund. Two F's. Fear and fund. So, the devil creates fear into you and make you take all kind of about medicines that will grow the fibroids again and again and eventually it will be a difficult surgery to do. So, I give a testimony. A woman that had fibroid for over, over nine years was taking about medicines made from the, from the dung of a cow. And she travels from Lagos to Kuton to buy those dungs. Imagine somebody eating the, the dung of a cow for nine good years. Think about it. The, the kidney was almost gone. The liver was almost gone. And she met us and I said, do you have faith? She said, I have faith. I have tried this herbal medicine. They are not working. But let me tell you what they realize. The people that sell these herbal medicines work on your fear. And when you work on people's fear, you make money from their fear. But I tell people one very, very important analogy. If this room is dark and you put on the light, what happens to the room? It becomes bright. It means It means the darkness, the light didn't need to tell the darkness, I am coming. Immediately the light came, the darkness just left. True? So, when you magnify faith, automatically the fear will leave. But most of us feed our fears. We don't feed our faith. I hear pastors is about faith. Faith faith. So for me as a surgeon, what I tell my patient is God is the doer of the miracles. 
And faith is what you need to magnify to get the miracles. Last week, Saturday, I did a 15.5K, 15.5 kg mass. 15.5 kg is that's like five children. 15.5 kg. She came from Enugu and she said that she had drank this about stuff for nine years because they tell her she was going to die. So the first thing I said, are, are you going to die? She said, no. I have seen Dr. Benjamin. I said, glory to Jesus. He won't die. But when I got to the theater <laughs> and I saw the tummy of this woman and I said, Jesus, the doer of the miracles, come down. And he did. We didn't take out our womb. We left our womb intact for her. So, so, so she can carry her children and children and children. So let me talk about fibroid a little bit. What are fibroid? Okay. Okay. So what are fibroid? That's Dr. Benjamin. Is it present? Okay. Fibroids are, are masses that are found in women and in their womb. Do you understand? So because women reproduce, all of us came from women. Yes. Abby? Yes. So because the womb is an important organ in the body, the womb is where the fiber grows. Now, let me tell you from experience what I found out. Nature abhors vacuum, which means if the womb has been empty for a long time, something will grow in the womb. I give you a scenario. So look at it in your mind. Our parents have had multiple children and in short spaces. Let me give you a scenario. So, so imagine you started menstruating at 12 years old and you are now 45. It means that you have menstruated for how many years? 33 years of your life without a break. Do you understand? Which means the womb cannot be fallow. Something has to grow in the womb. But when you are pregnant, one year you don't menstruate. Do you agree? Because you are carrying what? A baby. Another one year you what? You breastfeed. So we have lactational amenorrhea. You don't also want menstruate. Some even go to one and a half years. So you have two years of the womb resting. So imagine if you have ten children. It means your womb will rest for many years? Twenty years. And because the womb is resting, the hormone that helps the fibroid grow is also what? Resting. But when you continually menstruate, the hormone is what is working and what happens the fiber will grow that's why it is more you see fiber more in people that are above 30 35 why because if they measure that if they start measuring at 11 11 plus 19 years is 30 that means every year for 19 years and there's no break the fiber what will grow are we following Hello? Okay. Does it make sense? 
Now, these fibroids come in different kinds of shapes. Just listen, just follow me. Just, just enjoy it. I can leave the slides with you. So I'll just teach you so you can, you can get what I'm saying. Now, next, next, next slide, you see. It comes, it can come as small as a watermelon, sorry, a, a, a lemon, a lime. And it can be as big as three watermelon. I've seen it many, many, many times. I've seen, I've seen 42.5 kg. I've seen, I've seen 19.5 kg. I've seen 8.5 kgs. I see them in. So people, people call me the father of monster. I say it's okay. Every monster must what? Go. Every monster must what? Go. So you see people that I've never seen doctors before. I was in Bekwara in Cross River. And I operated from Monday morning till Thursday morning. I didn't sleep. Because the women in those places hadn't seen doctors in years. You saw masses. And you just, you see women's head. Like 1,000. And you see masses. Like, oh, Jesus. That's why he sent me here. And people ask me, Dr. Ben, how do you do that? I say, I don't understand. Though. When, I get, when I come out, I say, I say, doctor, I'm here. Okay. Let's go back inside. And God gave us victory. We did 201 surgeries in 11 days. Now, this is my point. Fibroids are very are monsters that can drain you. You see, you see people having menstrual flow that's supposed to be three days, now seven days, 15 days, and they are bleeding with clots of blood. A lot of clothes. They don't wear. They don't wear. They don't wear pads. Pads again. They wear diapers. Have you seen that before? I've seen women wearing diapers. Adult diapers, and they use um, tissues to pack and pack and pack because they don't want to be embarrassed. Now, there's solution for you. This is important to know. If you have this kind of symptoms, your tummy is getting bigger. It's not fufu. It's not eba. It's not plantain. It might be fibroids. And your menstrual flow just changes. See a doctor and get it scanned on and get it sorted immediately. You know why? Every seed in the womb always grow. That's why a seed as a baby will become a woman like you. So, every small fibroid can become as big as anything you can think about. Anything. They all start from a seed. Are we following? Is it making sense? What are the symptoms of fibroids? One is increased menstrual flow. Increased menstrual flow. You have painful menstrual flow. Very painful. Some people can't even go, go out when they are menstruating. They just lock themselves and say, God, just take this pain away from me. Why am I a woman? Have you been there before? Good. And when you are obese, you have tendency to grow a fibroid when you are big. You know why? The hormone that makes you menstruate is oestrogen, is a fat soluble hormone, which means when you eat a lot of fatty stuff, you feed on the hormones, and the hormone can help the can help the the fibroid to grow in the womb. Have it together. People say, are we cost in Africa? Or are we cost as black? I don't know if we are cost, but fibroids are more 
in black people, black Africans, black Americans, black Hispanics, is just around us. Now I have started seeing younger people have fibroids. It's amazing. I did one on Friday. She's just 21. 21. So I say we need to also pray. Pray because it's important and pray for our children to marry early. You know why? When the womb starts working early, fiber cannot grow there. Are we together? So I give you a scenario. Our parents might when they were 18, Abby, 19, 20. So let's say they started menstruating when they were 11. How many years did they menstruate for? Just eight years, and they're having children, multiple. Ten children, so you have 20 years of rest. But you know our ladies nowadays now? The guy must be tall. He must be dark. He must be handsome. Ask plenty of money. And they are wasting the time going. They are 42, 43. And I say, oh, guy, I know see your husband. I say, what are, you, what are your standards? So my, 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 my very important appeal or suggestion is marry early marry the right person he's not he's not the man that makes you it's god that makes the man for you basically so the same thing are we together am i making some sense are you learning something good if you have these symptoms i have said about don't forget, if there's fiber in your family you too, you, you can have it. It's a genetic problem too. So if your mother had fiber, you can have fiber. If your father, if your auntie had fiber, you can have fiber. So it's a family, it's a familial um, um, genetic God. problem too. So, None of us so if you bleed very, very heavily, painful menstrual flow, you are obese. Those are those are symptoms. What are the risk factors of fibroids? A lot of people like to eat a lot of burgers. People say um, um, red meat and stuff. Yes. There's something about red meat that they say has some kind of um, a mut- mut- mutatic gene that can improve a growth of fibroid. We've not, we've not found the real issue, but that's what the books say. Yeah? So, I usually advise people if you're getting above 40, so there's no point eating a lot of meat because you don't even need the meat. It doesn't do anything for you. It causes, it causes more cholesterol. It causes more, more diabetes. It causes more hypertension and stuff because you don't even need fish. It's just fine for you. That's it. Are we together? Good. Now, why am I speaking to you today? I know somebody here might have these issues. And I'm living in fear. Fear is not the answer. Faith is the answer. Because it's the fear that kills the people. Imagine fear killing you and you're having the fiber when it was just 5 cm and fiber is now 40 cm because of fear. And you waste all your money with our guys. And the other guys now come to us for surgery and I tell them, why are you coming to me for surgery? And you align people that this about drugs. He says, Oga, we go shop now. We don't go shop. They fear. No shop. I say, hey. so I will announce to people that you are a bad person. They say, oh God, please, don't. and they shop me. You can imagine. So they know that it doesn't work. They know, but they work on the fear. People's fear and psyche. But I've come to you to give you faith today, that every monster must go, in the name of Jesus. What are the things? What are the kinds of fibroids? And I tell you, one of the leading causes of infertility in Africa. Is fibroids. Sir. So you have fibroids located in several places in the womb. 
you have intramural. Intramural means fibroid inside the womb. So it's you women that say they're making love to their husband and the sperm is coming out. Are you, have you been there before? You've heard it before? That I say I make love and I stood up and all the sperm just wash out like, uh, like, like, like wash clothes. It's because the fibroid that, that she's having is inside the womb and it's affecting where the sperm will, where the sperm will go into the woman and make and make the eggs. That's intramural. The other one is submucous. Submucous. Submucous means fibroid growing in the muscle of the womb. That's the one that causes the excruciating pain. So when the muscles stretches, there's so much pain. Are we together? Number three is, is subserosa fibroids. These are fibroids that, that grows outside the womb. Sometimes people get lucky. They get pregnant with the subserosa fibroid. You know why? Because it's outside the womb. Now it depends on the size. So imagine your head that a small bean seed or, co- or bean seed or granite seed is fighting a coconut. What happens to the granite seed? No matter how the granite seed swells, what happens to the coconut water will crush it. So you see women have what we call habitual abortions. See, uh, doctor, I was pregnant. When it was three, when it was just about 12 weeks, it just come down. Why it always they come down? Shame on me for my family. Me. Do a scan. She might have what a subserious what fibroid. Don't always say God forbid. Sometimes look for the solution. Are we together? Because God has given great doctors the science of finding solution. So you don't disturb him. Is that not true? Are we together? Okay. Thank you. Savaka fibroids, as I said, is the fibroids, they are very difficult to remove, man of God. And they are very, very, very bad. They are just there at the tip of the cervix. When you put one in your cervix, you, just, you feel it. They are just there. You see women having what we call urinary retention. They will sleep 30 minutes. They go and pee. They will sleep 30 minutes. They go and pee because they cannot what all their pee. That's cervical fibroids. Because it's just at the tip of the cervix. The answer is surgery. Don't let any man deceive you that any drug, any herbal medicine will take out fibroids. I was going to show you some pictures. Can you see pictures? Okay. So that's, that's, that's how big fibroid can be. Can you, see, can you see those masses? The one on top there was 8.5 kg, a, a teacher in River State. The other one on the left is the woman I was telling you about that, that was taking about medicines from Kutonu. But thank God she had, after, after, after the surgery, man of God, she came and said, Dr. Benjamin, you have done your own. I said, yes. He said, God, my father will do his own. I said, normally I said, don't make love with your husband until six months after surgery, so you won't be sealed. But she said, doctor, don't worry yourself. You are going to be okay. Guess what? In three months, she said, Dr. Ben, your, your, your brother did something. I said, what did my brother do? He said, I'm sorry, sir. She just do something. Bless say, but let don't enter after nine years, guess what? For the shame, God gave her double. Two children, two girls, they are three years now today. Arairi 
and Aranimi. Those are their names. There's nothing impossible for God. Nothing. But fear will take us away from faith. And what God understands is faith, not fear. Am I talking to somebody today? You don't beg God, though. There's no begging you. God, please, please, no. It's understanding that faith is the evidence of things hoped for. So you call what I know as if they are. Amen. So those are fibroids. You can see the size. They come in different shapes. And you can see sizes too. Those are fibroids. You can see that woman standing. You can see her tummy. Can you see her tummy? That woman was one of the women we did in a choir bomb in 2018 in Uyo. And the mass in that bucket was 9 kg. And you know, people just don't have people just use people's minds and make them waste their money. They know these things are wrong. I know there's somebody here today that is wasting money with our guys. I know. Abby? I've heard yes, yes. Is there any yes yet? Don't waste your money there again. No. Doesn't work. Okay, so I'll go to treatment for fibroids. I can take some questions from the audience. And I have some surprises for some people. If you don't mind. Okay. One of the fears, again, I realized in my, in my, in my journey is that people are afraid to take out their womb because it's direct to me. And... A lot of doctors put fear into you and says your womb will go and everything. God told me one thing very important. He says, Benjamin, you cannot take out what you didn't create. So every time I do surgery, I remind God that I cannot, I cannot take out what I did not create. Except it is absolutely necessary. So if a young girl comes to me that is about 28, has a mass is about maybe 9.5 kg, my duty as a surgeon is to try by the grace of Jesus to protect her womb. You know why? I cannot, pro- I cannot pronounce anybody barren. It's not my duty. Because I'm not God. Are you getting my point? My role as a surgeon that is sent by Jesus is to do and be the John the Baptist go ahead and let Jesus take the place. Amen. Because God does his own miracle in his own time. Amen. I just got a call yesterday from one of my patients that came from the UK for surgery. She said, baby, say, doctor, baby has come home. A baby girl came yesterday. So, it is for us, it's an assignment that is driven by love. I tell you, love is the expression of the assignment. What are the things you need to know about surgery? Don't be afraid. Surgery is the only answer for fibroids. Only. Either you do laparoscopic surgeries or you do abdominal surgeries. Malmectomy. Laparoscopic surgeries are very small for very small masses. That you put a small loop through the navel and go into the womb and take it out. But it doesn't take out everything. You know why? Because you're not seeing it. 
you are using fluoroscopy to look at it and say, okay, where does the where can the needle get to? But for abdominal surgery that I like to do, I take out every mass, every mass, even to the tiniest bit. I'll show you photos so you so you look at what I'm saying. Because sometimes it can be as small as it can be as small as a, a, a dot. But you must look for it. You must what? Look for it. Whatever you look for, you'll find. Abby? That's it. So you look for it. I'll show you one. So can you see the one? Can you see the one that is there? Actually, I like to arrange them in sizes so it's very, very clear. You can see the very, the very last one, very, very small. You can miss it, but I don't miss it. Every monster must go. I don't miss any monster. I don't like to see them. They are not good things. They are very, very bad. They're very, very bad. One lady came to my office one day and said, Dr. Benjamin, I was preaching. She didn't know she was going to menstruate. She was wearing white. You know, it was the, it was the audience that was standing there. Madam, see your cloth. She said she lived in depression for 12 years. You go, why are you preaching now? And I just said, pop, 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 pop. Blood. Because you didn't know. And you know, this fibroid is unexpected. And it doesn't tell you when it's coming. The blood does come. Boom. She was saying, praise God. They're like, ah, auntie, sorry. What are you praising? See your cloth. <laughs> she ran away. She, she left in the prayer for 12 years. Because sometimes you can have what we call in, intermenstrual bleeding. So it just comes any, any time it, like, it just comes. I've seen a woman that has bled for four months. Non-stop. Four months. Man of God. Four months. Non-stop. Four months. As in, there was no break. Four months. Don't be afraid of surgery. And that is the answer to if you are used to um, using contraceptives, you might also need to stop it. Uh, a lot of people like to use Pocinol 2, Pocinol 1, Pocinol 3. One of the leading, one, another leading causes of fiber generation because those contraceptives, they are oestrogen based. They are what? Oestrogen based. So, and oestrogen is one of the leading causes that the hormone that help you increase the size of fibroids. So when you take them more, and I realize that a lot of young ladies have in it now is that they've started abusing those, those drugs early. You see a 16-year-old girl, 15-year-old girl going to buy Postinol 2 from the, from the chemist. They don't know the repercussions. They just go and buy it because maybe their boyfriend says, go and buy it, take this one after, after, after it. Is, you know, they just take it, but they don't know what is, what is happening to them. I've seen 21, 18... 22, 23, you know, having fibroids. So, our take home today is very simple. So, I take your questions. Okay. I take your questions. Um, after this, I will just take questions. Is fibroids is not is not a life sentence? No, it is the fibroid itself. That can kill you. Doing this surgery is not a life sentence. There are very, very excellent doctors like Dr. Benjamin around to help you do surgeries and get excellent results, you know. So I will take your questions shortly and I will tell you what I'm going to do for you. Okay. Thank you for listening to me today and God bless you. Questions? Did we, did we learn anything? Were you blessed? Yes. Glory to God. Okay. So I'll take a few questions then. You have a question for me. Okay. Microphone. 
it's important to take questions, man of God. You know? Okay. Because women must give us feedback. Sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Thank you, ma'am. I like to take questions from this kind of teaching. Okay, go ahead. Greetings to everyone, please. Thank you. Um, doctor, a situation where a woman with fibroid and she equally has a trace of cancer, is it advisable for the womb to be removed since there is a trace of cancer? What kind of cancer? Any kind of cancer. Okay, so it's important to know the kind of cancer. If the cancer is in the womb, like endometrial cancer, ovarian cancer, you can take it out. But most times, they don't come together. Are you getting me? But if the woman has a breast cancer, it doesn't affect the womb. So you can leave the, take out the fibroid and leave the womb and take, and take care of the cancer. If the cancer is still very localized. Are you getting my point? But if the cancer is at the womb, either it's a, a cervical cancer or an endometrial cancer, ovarian cancer, it's advisable to take out the womb with the fibroids. That's it. Any more questions? I saw a man here. Yes, doctor. Okay, sorry, woman. Sorry. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me answer this beautiful woman. Go ahead, ma'am. Hello, sir. Mine is not a question. Okay. okay. You said you have something you want to do for us. Uh. So, I want to be the first. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the kingdom of God suffered violence. And the violence taken by force. Glory to God. Okay, let me hear you, ma'am. My protocol. That's my protocol for today. Go ahead. Thank you, doctor. Um, this is a picture of my sister, my kid sister's um, tummy. Okay. Yes. Um, tongue. Yes. Tongue. Tommy. Tommy, okay, let me look at it. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like um, when she visited me in Lagos um, last month. She's in Enugu. Yes. I know. I was there are very plenty in Enugu. I was crying. I, I don't know why. You know why? Sorry, uh, let me just say why. That. You know, so I see a lot of calls from Enugu. I don't know why. Because. I think the Abba guys live in Enugu a lot. I think so. Because I, I get a lot of calls from Enugu. Go ahead. So, my question is, one, what's the causes of death after fibroid operation? Okay. That's one question. Two, my sister suffers from diabetes. Oh, wow. Yes. Big um, stuff. With this. Okay. We finally, we've talked and talked to her to operate on him. Okay. My other brother came in from America last last month basically for her to speak to her about this. She is a doctor. is a cancer patient doctor in America. Okay. But she refused. She said um, um, prophets told her if she goes mm, in under the knife prophets. she will go under the knife she died. But last week I spoke to her I said please this is embarrassing. I pray. I pray for you. She said Nobody should disturb her. That one day she will get up and go to the hospital and remove her. But what I'm saying that she's living in fear. How do I get her to get out of that fear? Okay. I've done that operation twice. Oh, glory. Yes, I've done that. I've done that in Santa Mary Clinic in South Africa. So oh, nice. I know. So I don't. Uh, I, I won't say you. Thank you. But before I go ahead, this is very important for me. I want, I want to help you celebrate my wife. She's, she's with me. Can you stand let them see you? That is the queen of my, the woman helping me do great stuff. You know, sorry, I got carried away by the teaching. That's Mrs. Pamela Olowo Jebutu. Great woman. Amazing woman. 
Thank you for all you do for me and for the children. Okay, so your answer is very, very important. Let me tell you one thing. So I've seen people like that have a lot of fear. So what will damage you more is actually the fear. Because the fibroid will keep growing every day. Every day. So you tell her one thing, it's simple. Is this your tummy last year? You say no. When the fibroid grows to a particular point, it will rest on the ureters. So your urine, instead of your urine coming to your bladder, they go back to the kidneys. That what we call hydronephrosis. And causes what we call obstructive uropathy. And that's kidney failure. And that is death. So you can see the sequelae. So it's not just the fibroid. It's the complications of leaving the mass in the tummy and it can disrupt other organs in the tummy. You pray with her. You explain to her. And you can allow me also talk to her. Don't worry. She'll listen to me. They all listen to me because there's testimony. Okay. Uh, okay, go ahead, man. Yes. They love pretty women. Yeah. You guys are all fine. Oh. Praise God. Okay, the choir. Uh, they're always fine. Choir. <laughs> Mommy, go ahead. Good morning to you, man. Please, um, after the first operation, does, will the fibroid grow again? Okay, so, I like that question. When, when the fibroid is removed and a baby comes into this place, it won't grow again. So, it's important you make sure a baby comes into the womb after the fibroid surgery. Quickly. And most times, see what happens. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, listen. You are smiling. What are you smiling for? Lebosh. Eh? Oh, <laughs> glory. So, this is what I say to people. There is no woman a man has not spoken to. It means that there is a man for every woman. But most of us don't see it. We see, we want to see what we want to see. It has to be five by seven, two by three. You must wear a black shoe on a Monday and a brown shoe on a Saturday. You must wear a very tall sign, you know. So you program what you want to see so you don't see what you're supposed to see. So I tell people, like the ushers, like ushering people in. And themselves, they're not ushered. So, try to prayerfully wait for the guy to come. And if you are married and you have a fibroid surgery done, and you're not, and you're not very, very old, let's say you're like, uh, you are lower than 30 or 35, always please take your husband's to the hospital with you. Man of God, I'll tell you my, I'll tell you my, my personal experience. Most men have issues when they send their wives forward because they are free to address the issues. I've seen men that have a zero spam, a zero. Like a zero. And he didn't, he said, ah, no, 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 I don't have any problem. I don't have any problem. I'm not going to say, doctor, I mean, I don't see them alone. I say, go and bring your husband. He wants to bring your husband for me. 
that we both in front of our very very eyes before talk about the very 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 things yes is that not and what has it done that has caused i'll tell you one of the things that they do they put their phones in their pocket they put their laptops on their legs they put they put all their gadgets in their pockets phones in their pockets laptop on their legs they walk in the sun they wear very very tight jeans and if this is tight he says stunting he says stunting i'm going to do uh, uh, le- leggings 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 and there's it around the scrotum every time and everything there's it around the scrotum is reducing the quality of the of the scrotum you say i should be i born before born before not be born now because as every time you wear these things and you do these things it reduces the quality of the sperm somebody will say I, i'm divorced now maybe i have three children before i said i cannot be so before and now it's not the same thing are you getting me go check your sperm and they're going to say this man don't be correct to it's actually 20 percent i should say if i do my life one hour 30 minutes 10 minutes now before now now now, now five minutes i say you see yourself I just find out that every day he's working on his laptop, he's on his legs. And the eats just all over on his on his scrotums. Are we together? So tell you all, sometimes it's not the woman's fault alone, it's also the man's word fault. Are you getting me? I like your shaking of your head. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah, so do, mommy, have I, have I answered you? I've answered you. So get pregnant, it will stop. So if you get pregnant, it won't grow again. So you can do IVF too. It's important. So listen to me. Hello? Hello? So if you tried with the husband and it's not working in about two, three years, go do IVF. It's not a problem. It's not a cause. They will take your they'll take your husband's spam and take your egg and put it in your womb. Is that not in your baby? It's your baby. Only that the man did not put it from inside. They help, they help him to put it for you. Amen? 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 Amen. So it's not a problem. Are we together? So miracles come in different event packages. So the woman that had a baby at 65, you think you think it's a normal normal baby? You think it's a normal baby and husband baby? No, it's not inside the room. They took her and put her in another room and took him on and take the stand from his own room. I'm going to put it down in our room. You think it's easy to, be, to deliver at 65? Why, 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 why are you not say that? Are you saying that, Abraham? Praise God. Let me get your question, man. Yeah, actually, I have two questions. Go ahead. Because I'm experiencing this fiber thing. Okay. So, but that's your baby? Yes. Praise God. So yeah, you've, you've put one now. <laughs> and that one is coming. Praise God. Go ahead. Let me hear you. Immediately, I got married. I, though I used to have um, mild menstrual pain, but it became more severe immediately I got married for like seven months so i heard that uh, i should go and do many things and I, but I, I wasn't um worried because i've never had abortion before but the moment i got pregnant they i went to do scan and they were like do you know you have multiple fibroids so i'm like oh so you got pregnant with your fibroid yes god is marvelous to you so amen I was, amen I was, your mother I was, is, your mother is praying for you <laughs> yeah in bad rough one yes. <laughs> So I was, I was so surprised, like, because I, how come? But will this baby grow? They said yes. But a few weeks later, I couldn't stand on my own. I was, it was as if a thread would pull out from my stomach, my tummy. So I had to stay in the hospital for a very long time. But glory of God, she's here now. And then they told me that I shouldn't do the surgery if I really want to get pregnant again. 
with the multiple fibroids. But I know the pains I went through when I was pregnant. So now my question... Did, did you have a normal delivery? No. Well, see, yes, obviously. Yes. And then they didn't take it out for you? No, they didn't. Oh. Okay, so, 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 so. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't say, oh. Hello, people. So, don't quote me, oh. Hello? 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 Don't cut me. Don't cut me, oh. So I do, I do some things that are not in the books. Because I don't like women going through pain. It's not in the book. You can't do CS and fiber together. No. But when grace is following you, you can do some things. You know why? Because anytime you get pregnant, the, the fiber doubles the sizes. Because as the baby is growing, the fiber doesn't want to grow. So if you have opportunity as a, as a surgeon to take out the mass when you're taking out the baby, I think it's also right to do. Abi? But what is right is not in the book. So that's why I didn't take out that. They didn't take out your own fiber. Are you trying to get pregnant now? Where's the woman that's talking to me now? Are you trying to get pregnant now? How old is your baby? 10 months. Okay. Okay, that's fine. So if you're trying to get pregnant, um, let's, let's know. Let's know. Okay. Any more questions for me? Okay, you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are, are we learning something? Yeah. That's a question for me. Okay. Man of God, there's somebody there. Three more questions, Abi. Okay, three more questions. Three. Okay, that's fine. Thank you for all the information. Thank you, ma'am. So, uh, uh, what I want to ask is that, is it possible for a woman to have fibroid maybe after five to six children? Because sometimes some of the symptoms that you mentioned, mm. you know, you see these things. So, yeah. could it be that... It's possible too. If you, had, if you had your children very, very early and you now left your womb very fallow for a long time, it can happen. But most times when you get, when you have it close to your menopause, it just stops, you now stop having those, those symptoms. Let's say you're 50 and you have fibroids that are very, very minute before 50 and you stop menstruating, uh, uh, you become menopausal, there's no problem. The idea is that you started, you started having children very, very early. Let's say maybe when you're 18 and you finish, yeah, you finish everybody at maybe 30 or maybe 20 something and you're like 45 now so you're like 15 years off baby and maybe you're not you're not very very active all the time you're not chilling with your husband you're not you're busy with work and everything the woman is not working well are you getting me it can happen so go and get married all the young people hello sir hello sir i release upon your life marriage amen Every single woman here get married in the name of Jesus. Amen. This year is your year. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And I have spoken it today. It will come to pass speedily. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Please Let I have two questions. And I've been hmm? I've been fibroid for so many years and now come menopause. Yes. Because I had my children with fibroids. Okay. Now, is it advisable to still go for... That, that your tummy is very big. Do you like your tummy? It's, okay. it's big now. You don't, I know you don't like it. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's okay. If, if so, you say it's okay, no problem. 
So after, if, you, if you have five points, I'm not finished. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. So after menopause, before reaching menopause, it was very heavy body. Now after menopause, it's still necessary to have the surgery again. If you are okay with your tummy, no problem. Enjoy yourself. Because it cannot grow bigger than that, that one again. Because the hormone that make it grow bigger is no more working. You're not menopausal. So it can't, grow, it can't grow bigger than that anymore. Except you're not begin to have other symptoms. Like, you know, urinary, urinary symptoms. You have pain when you're, you have pain when you're pooing. That if you're constipated. Do, do you go to toilet every day? Okay, that's fine. So you can just enjoy yourself. Leave it. Leave it. And if your husband says he likes it, enjoy him. Just say, Baba, touch the tummy. It's your tummy. Amen. You paid for the tummy. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, I have two questions. What's the person? Here. Okay, sorry. Yes, yes, thank you. Yeah, the first one is, is it advisable for a woman who has not given birth before, yes. at the age of, in fact, she's even over 50, to still go on fibroid operation? That's number one. Okay. Then number two, for somebody like me, I have operated twice. Now, the second one was like health for me. Yes. Because um, I started experiencing this very painful, uh, I don't know what to call it. The pain was so severe that I could not cough. Sorry. I could not sneeze. Sorry. I hold on to my stomach and I cry a lot. Sorry. Now, the explanation I got was that there are some cells that once the, the skin is caught, that this cell or something that it's cut into two and it has to join back after the thing has been sewn back mm. but that it was that that was what was giving me pain i don't know how true okay they're called ad- additions additions yes okay so let me ask, let me answer your questions clearly okay did you see the picture of your first surgery did they show you they bring out everything you're not sure so first first thing I, I like to ask people when you're seeing a doctor to do a surgery for you, you ask them one question. How many studies have you done before as as a doctor? Have you done like maybe seventy, like hundred, like ten thousand, or like five thousand? So you know, do you take out everything, sir? Sometimes when the fiber goes quickly back again, it's because they didn't take out every seed of it. Some surgeons are not, are not very, very um um, um, compassionate enough, but they're not very, very careful enough to take out everything, you know. But me, I, I don't know why I open a woman up and I don't take out every, every monster in the woman. So I'm very, very, very patient. And I look for it. So I go over the, over the mass, over the womb, like seven times before I start closing the womb up. Now, for everybody that has done first surgery, the second surgery is more difficult. You know why? Because when the womb heals with other parts of the suturing, there's addition. So the addition can give you pain and it can make the surgery more difficult. Are you getting my point? The woman that is 50, she's still menstruating. Eh, are you God? Do you say she, she doesn't want to have a baby? Uh, last week, one woman got married at 55. You didn't see it on, the, on television. At 55. And, I, and they asked her, what do you want to do? You say, I want to have two children at 55. They are not God though. So if you are not God and she says she wants to get help for because she can see even still do IVF. She can, be, she can have money. I say, I want to have a baby. You won't say because she's 50, she'll leave the womb, the, the old fireboy there, and, and, and just live her life like that. So, always give people options. Madam, are you okay with being, 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 being like this? 
And you are say, I'm okay like this. No problem. But if you want to have children, take out the fiber so you can have opportunity to have children. That's the, that's the answer to it. Okay, I think, I think we're done now. We're done. Thank you. So, um, okay, okay. I don't know how many of you have fiber in this place. But um, I will do something. I'm 40 next year, mon- next week, Monday, tw- June 13. And um, I will give some kind of surgeries for few people. Um, glory. But I don't know how to choose the people. <laughs> so if you've never done surgery before and you have fiber, can I see your hand? You've never done surgery before and you have fibroid. You've never done before. It's your first. Is your f- You've never done surgery before of fibroid. Can I see your hand? Can you stand? Don't be afraid. Don't, don't, don't mind anybody. Praise God. Your miracle has come. But you have done fibroid before. Your sister. Okay. Have you done before? You have fibroid. Okay, good. One, two. Three. Are you there? Four, five, six. Uh, upstairs. <laughs> Glory. Can you come downstairs? I can see everybody that's upstairs. Wow. It's a full house. Okay, let me let's get number from here. Anybody here now? So from you. Can you help me count everybody? One, two, three. one okay 22 so put your name down with my wife now you will get some help from me your name and your phone numbers yeah Okay, we're done. Okay, so thank you for having me today in Prisca. God bless you. It's a great year. It's a great year. It's a great year. Lord, today I release upon this ones today the grace to achieve that your glory will descend on their lives in the name of Jesus as I've backed up our ministry with miracles, signs, and wonders. He will back up their lives with exceedingly miracles in the name of Jesus. This is your year of glory. In the name of Jesus, go forth and manifest. In Jesus' much less mighty name, we pray. And if children says, Amen. Louder, Amen. Bigger, Amen.